there and can make it back. Salutations and shit, folks. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of your favorite travel podcast, Travel and Shit, where I, your host, D. Carrie, have an experiential conversation about the nuanced ways that travel intersects with regular life. Welcome back, folks. I'm glad to see that you are here. Um, Thank you for those of you who have already taken the listener survey. I greatly appreciate you taking a few moments to um, engage with me so that I can get, uh, get to better know you guys and be sure that the new projects and initiatives and collaborations that I'm working on are in alignment with some things that you guys may be interested in. Um, also don't forget, I have an announcement coming up. Hello. Welcome to June. We are here. Um, I have a special announcement that will be, um, I'll mention it on the podcast at the end of the month. However, if you would like to know what it is, I suggest joining the newsletter. This way you will find out in your inbox what the exciting news is. And it's not like, um, you know, I'm giving away pencils or stickers, Um, I've been working on something behind the scenes and I am really excited to, um, share the development, not just the development, but to share what the project is. So I am quite excited for it and I am looking forward to sharing that information with you and, um, you'll have me sharing the information with you sooner. If you join the mail, the, um, mailing list, the newsletter, I don't send many of them. So, uh, feel free to sign up and not feel as if you will be bombarded with uh, content. So um, there's that. This plant over here, if you're watching on the YouTubes, really, really trying to die on me. Um, I just keep sprucing her up, you know, trimming her down, getting rid of the um, dead leaf tips. I don't know if she needs more light, less light, more water, what, but she's not liking it here. But what we do like over here is travel talk. So, um, this one, I'm not even going to say that it's bad news. Um, it's just information. So I'm actually canceling my first trip. We were supposed to head to Mexico on Saturday and it actually turned out to be a little bit more of a stressful undertaking than, um, the two of us expected, but not in very basic, if you will, travel ways. Right. So you see all the girls in Tulum, you see, you know, everybody is going to Mexico. And so foolishly, we assume that, you know, relatively easy. If Canada is letting, you know, us in, then it shouldn't be a problem. Mind you, there is no problem getting to Mexico. It was actually, um, a relatively, I won't say inexpensive, but first of all, we weren't going to Cancun or, um, Tulum. We were going to stay in, I want to say Puerto Morales and uh shout out to guests in the thirties of the episodes. I want to say Gabby from Pax Light, one of my favorites to recommend you guys check out. Um, she had visited the town of couple weeks back and I saw her, um, mention such on, I don't know if it was Twitter or somewhere 
However, she had mentioned that Puerto Morales is a really nice small town and it's what Tulum was before Tulum became like the popping destination. Binksy says hi, by the way. I don't know if you heard the baby in the background, but she said it's been a while. Um, but we were very interested in going to a really small town and I'll get on that a little bit later. Um, so that was the plan. We literally were just going to head out. I've never been to Mexico. I had a trip planned, uh, maybe two years. Well, obviously before the pandemic, it was maybe 2018, I was on my way back from Peru and I had the perfect layover in Mexico city planned. I was getting in at like 6 AM, 6 30 or something like that. And I was going to book a day tour, like a little walking tour, not a little walking tour. It was going to be of some ruins. And my flight was maybe eight o'clock that evening. So perfect day. Had it set up and my layover got essentially canceled because my flight was delayed by like nine hours. So my 12 hour day was now like three hours. And so one wasn't enough time to do the tour that I wanted to do. And two, three hours is not enough time to leave the airport if you ask me. So I ended up just sitting in the airport and I ate and was quite disappointed, but such is life, right? So anyway, we were planning to go and literally just lay on the beach. Small town, a block from the beach we were staying, and that was the goal. That was the intention. Um, however, boyfriend's cousin is getting married on Friday, and we are really looking forward to that wedding. And on seeing that we needed to get COVID tests to return to the States, we decided that it was best not to risk it. So we were supposed to arrive back on Thursday, plenty of time, right? Wedding on Friday. But then we were thinking, we've done a really, really good job of dodging COVID for like two years, two and a half. Like neither of us have had, at least we don't think we've had COVID, right? And it's not that catching COVID means you're a bad person or you didn't work hard enough, but we did our part. We pretty much stayed inside. We don't really do um, too much um, random socializing. We're not in like, you know, very dense areas outside of, you know, the jobs that we have to work. Um, and we mask up when we go into buildings, wash our hands, all those things, right? So we're taking the necessary precautions and we're doing our best not to be reckless. So, so far, so good. It's worked. Um, plenty of our family members have gotten sick. Um, and we've just been lucky because at this point there's really, there are people that are really pushing the limits and just obviously we see how you got here. And then you've got people that don't leave their house more than, you know, once a week for the obligatory uh, grocery run or to give themselves some semblance of mental peace and seeing close friends or something and then end up getting sick. So it's not a... It's kind of like, um, you know, having illness doesn't make you a bad person, but we realized that it was not exactly in our best interest and not exactly, that's not even the best way to put it. We decided that it wasn't worth the stress to us to go on the trip and be worried the whole time through, um, 
And so we decided to pull out. We, you know, weren't, honestly, the importance of this and more so the reason why I'm doing the episode on this and not just like mentioning it, talking about something else, because a couple things came up. One, it is a really good example of the importance of doing all the research that matters. So there are tons of different things that you can research in terms of planning a trip, right? Where you're going to stay, what you're going to do, where you're going to eat, um, how much it's going to cost, all those things, safety. What we didn't do in advance was double confirm. We assumed that we didn't have to take a COVID test to get home, but even if we did, we didn't really, at least me, I can only speak to my thought process in the beginning of this excuse me, we booked the trip like a month ago. It wasn't even like something that we had like planned in steadfast. Like I want to say the middle of May, we knew we were going to go, um, to Mexico, um, in June. Mind you, we had only booked the Airbnb on like Monday, Tuesday. And then, yeah, I think it was, No, actually it was Saturday. It was either Saturday, Sunday, or like Monday, Tuesday that we booked the Airbnb. Like we literally just finished booking the accommodations and the flight. The flight we got, uh, I want to say, I looked at the insurance that I bought on it and I want to say it said May 11th. So mid-May. That being said, importance of doing the research for things that matter. We had looked into things to do. Um, We touched base with um, another guest, my homegirl, Denise who actually does live out in Playa del Carmen. And, you know, we had basic information. We were putting things together, but we didn't confirm whether or not we would need to get tested. And for us, that was the deciding factor. We did not want to risk getting stuck in Mexico before such a major life event for someone that we care very much about. So it was a responsible adult thing for us to do. We made the decision and then we changed our mind. And I talk to you guys all the time about pivoting, right? So for us, honestly, not only did we not want to miss the wedding um, if we tested positive because testing positive for COVID was very much so um, a possibility. That's just something that you have to realistically live with as safe as you want to be. You can still get COVID because keep in mind, us getting COVID isn't even the only way that COVID can like play a role. Look at all the flights that are being canceled. Plenty of flight staff, like we're like in another surge. You, depending on where you get your information, you know, different places are speaking out or about the matter a little bit differently. Um, my new source happens to be Twitter. Uh, Pulse to the streets. And from there, once you hear one thing, I rabbit hole. And then I start looking for more information. I find, you know, different links. And so I like, I vet the sources. Like I'm not going to just go with, you know, someone posting something from like Daily Mail UK or something like that. Um, or like the, um, the post, you know, I'm not going to err on the side of a more salacious or a more tabloidy kind of publication. Give me your MSNBCs, give me your CNNs, give me your time, give me your Washington Post, your New York Times, Daily News, et cetera, et cetera, right? So 
COVID hasn't gone anywhere. Pandemic hasn't gone anywhere. And not only am I hearing about more people at work that are getting sick, I'm still seeing that all these flights are being canceled in huge numbers because there's not enough staff. People are getting sick all over again because as many people would, as all of us wish were true, it's, you know, we wish it weren't here, but it's still here and it's still kicking our fucking asses. And at this point, even if we were to dodge it, what if the flight crew for one of our flights didn't and we miss our flight back home because the flight gets canceled? So now we have to scramble to rebook another flight to try to get home. We don't know if that's going to incur any cost to us. And also, when does that get us back? The wedding is supposed to be the next day. So for us, that was, you know, those were two very important reasons. I mean, in hindsight, I wish that I would have, um, and pro tip for future, future planning for you guys consider now, right? So I wish that I would have taken the week after the wedding. I personally didn't want to really start a vacation on a wedding. I would rather finish a vacation on a wedding, especially because it was on a Friday, um, in hindsight, I wish that we would have, you know, cause it's more so my vacation. Um, he's a little bit more flexible in terms of work because he's remote. So me, I, I'm not remote. I have to show up to my job. That being said, in hindsight, I wish that I would have scheduled my vacation the week after the wedding so that, um, we wouldn't have to worry about God forbid anything goes wrong. I've got time and leave. My PTO situation is pretty solid. Um, it'd be a pain in the ass, but you get over the stress of having to navigate and add extra days or whatever. But if I get COVID, if he gets COVID, it doesn't matter if I'm home or abroad, I can't come in. If my partner has COVID, the person I sleep with at night, I can't come into work the next day if they have COVID. Um, so it wasn't a matter of, you know, whether or not as much as we would like to avoid it, for me, I was, you know, we're both secure in keeping our jobs. However, financially, that's a strong toll. Now we have to pay for another week in Mexico. Sounds really romantic to be stuck in in Mexico together, but when you got to fund that and you don't have the funds to do that just like randomly day of, this isn't like booking 3 months in advance when you're getting the best price. This is, "Hey, I know that you need me right now, so I'm going to charge you like you need me right now." Um, I don't want to end up having to, you know, move accommodations and stay someplace that is, you know, less than enjoyable or someplace that I don't necessarily feel safe or someplace that just isn't as nice just because if it's in the budget, you know what I mean? Um, also, I don't want to navigate healthcare in a foreign country. I don't want to navigate possibly being, you know, the person that exposes plenty of other people to being sick because now I have to go buy Theraflu or I have to go buy, you know, something because I'm assuming that Amazon Prime is not going to be very, you know, um, is it ain't the same Amazon Prime that I have here in New York in a small beach town in Mexico. So these are things that we were definitely considering when we decided to go ahead and cancel the trip. Also, there, there are no masks anymore on planes. So 
as much as, and let me be clear, we weren't worried about going to Mexico and Mexico getting us sick. That wasn't the issue, right? Part of traveling during a pandemic, which we are still in, is learning to or navigating, mitigating your risks, right? So for us, traveling during a pandemic looks like going on shorter flights and not being on a flight for, say, 14 hours, right? It looks like going places and making sure that we are staying in accommodations or that our travel plans actually allow us to still be somewhat, um, I won't necessarily say secluded, but outdoor spaces. Um, thankfully neither of us are partiers. We don't get that type of fulfillment from large social gatherings. Shout out to the girls that do my heart goes out to you guys. Um, I know that this has all been a really difficult time, especially for those of you that love big parties, mass gatherings, and that really just brings you joy the same way me sitting on my couch on a rainy night like this with my partner watching a movie or just talking brings me joy. So I get that everybody's bag is a little different, right? But um, our entire plan was to go sit on the beach. That's it. We don't need crowds. We can cook for ourselves or we can go get, you know, a meal here, a meal there keep it cute, right? So part of it, uh, part of traveling during a pandemic is mitigating your risk, making sure that you are not unduly putting yourself um, in harm's way when it is unnecessary. So what else did I have on here? Um, Yeah, so it's not about necessarily Mexico getting us sick because there are no masks on planes, like I said, we could do everything the right way and actually show up. Even if we tested before we got to Mexico, which we don't have to do, I intended to take a COVID test anyway. Um, even if we were to test beforehand, say on Wednesday, no, today's Wednesday, right? Say we were to test on Thursday or Friday before and we were leaving Saturday. If we were to test on Thursday, get your results in enough time so that I could leave the country with peace of mind and clear conscience, knowing that I wasn't bringing, you know, COVID. I still have all of Friday possibly to pick up COVID. I still have Saturday morning to pick up COVID. It doesn't take two hours, nine hours. Like it's not a work shift. You don't clock in to get COVID, right? Like you show up wrong place, wrong time, or the wrong person, wrong time, or it just happens. You don't need a week in an area to get sick. You can get sick in any window. That being said, with masks not being on planes, which doesn't make fucking sense. If you are requiring people to test and prove that they are negative coming in from other countries, but not from domestic locations with our numbers being a complete and utter fucking shit show as they are, why would you get rid of masks? You're just mixing a bunch of people who have been tested for COVID with people who haven't been tested with for COVID. So it like, what is the point in requiring people to test for COVID if you are not doing the precautions to keep those people that are COVID free from getting COVID and then spreading COVID? Like you're, it, it doesn't make sense. Like you would think I'm not even going to dive into it because you can't fix broken, right? You can't fix stupid. Actually. That reminds me of another guest, um, Black Kintsugi. 
I remember something fruit fly. I don't remember what number episode that was, but I want to say it's a Japanese art form. You know, the one where they use gold to mend broken, um, I guess like ceramics, vases, clay and stuff like that. So there is a thing. So I don't want to say that you can't fix broken because clearly some people do, but you can't fix stupid. Um, you can educate people, but clearly that doesn't always work because look at us now, look at the world we're in. Right. That being said, um, we also ran the risk of getting COVID in transition before we even got to Mexico and then getting sick and then testing positive, like on the way home. So it's not getting sick there. It's the fact that we could have gotten sick at any time prior to actually being in Mexico and still then be stuck in Mexico. And that's like a really huge financial strain to put on us. And it's just like, we also decided like, why would we put our relationship in that kind of precarious situation? Why would we willingly do something that could possibly strain our relationship, right? Finances, we would end up having to book an an additional week in another country. If he doesn't go to work, he doesn't get paid. So it's going to, that would very much so put us in a financial situation that we don't want to be in and we have control over that. So we decided it wasn't really to go, really like the best option. And it's one of those things where it's not necessarily... Cause you have to kind of, it's like one of those weigh your pros and your cons. You do the two different lists kind of thing. It's like the reason explaining all of our thought process is to kind of like give you some direction to go in terms of whether or not, or more so in alignment with your decision-making, not to say do it like me, right? That's not where I'm going, but I'm trying to detail our thought process just so that it makes sense. So that if you have to navigate deciding whether or not you should go on a trip, these are the steps that I have made. And I feel very comfortable with my travel experience. Like I don't feel like I'm, I don't do my travels the same way other people do. Um, but in the way I travel, I feel very confident in my, you know, navigating decisions to do one thing, to not do another thing. And my partner's mom, like boyfriend is really with the shits. He's smart and he absolutely gives incredible input when I may be a little indecisive about something. So we are a great fucking team, especially when it comes to navigating trips. He is so good with like really choosing, um, restaurants and foods and, Trust me, y'all are going to thank me for his skills at some point. You'll you'll know why soon, but I got something coming out for y'all and you're going to love it. I'm pretty certain. Especially, especially my New Yorkers and people that are going to necessarily, like at some point be visiting the New York area. Mm. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nod, nod. So, um, yeah, we decided Mexico wasn't a go for now and that sometime in the future, when we didn't have such an important event to be at, it would be more, we would be more willing to um, risk the trip. Like we would be more willing, we would be more willing to take that risk and travel 
if we didn't have something that we knew like we couldn't miss. Um, what else did I have on here? Uh, right. Okay. So the next part that I had that I wanted to um, touch on is what type of fares are you booking when you book your trips? Thankfully, I didn't go the cheapest route. Uh, we booked with JetBlue and I did not book Blue Basic. I booked Blue. The Blue Fare with JetBlue allows you to cancel your trip. Now, you don't get a refund. However, you will get travel credits. So the flights were 807 or was it 809? It was a little bit over 800. Let's just say $800. So it was $800 for the two of us round trip to go to Mexico. Not terrible. So we've got the $800 now in a credit. What I decided to, or how I decided to frame that, because I would have much motherfucking rather having $800 in pocket. I would have rather like our home, our household have $800 toward bills, towards all the adulting things that we have to do, right? We're not rich. So I would have much rather that money in pocket. However, how I've decided to lean into this um, development, if you will, is this can definitely go towards a trip in the future. Eight hundred It's like an $800 off coupon, if you will. So we are, we've already picked two areas and we're leaning more so towards one than another. Um, personally, I'm excited to go to both. We're de- we're between Ireland and somewhere in Africa, probably South Africa, but also maybe someplace West Africa. It would be based on which country was the most affordable. However, with Ireland, we knew that between Northern Ireland, Ireland, and Scotland, one of those would be relatively inexpensive, more inexpensive than the other two to get to. And we would just choose there and then navigate, you know, either mainland Ireland, Northern Ireland, and Ireland, um, and maybe take like a ferry over to Scotland, leave the trip from Scotland. So that to say... We've got like a really cute big trip that we would want to do, but realistically price is what is kind of keeping us out or keeping us away from that trip. So at this point, it's like our dream trip, right? To maybe do Ireland or Africa someplace together. And I only say Africa and not a country because we haven't pinpointed and we haven't decided which country we were going to, we would want to go to. It's more about we know we both want to go. We know that West Africa and South Africa are where our attention lies at this point, but we hadn't decided an area yet. But that being said, that being said, it's kind of like, um, for savings. So at this point, if I see flights that are say a thousand dollars for our dream trip or another eight, $900 for our dream trip, uh, paid, we only have to pay the balance. Or if I see a $1,500 trip, like between the two of us round trip there and back, we're $800 there. 
we only got to pay that balance. I'm with that. Like that, it makes it more of a manageable thing. And now that we've got so much time in advance to kind of consider it, I know the next window that I'm looking to um, request time off from work will be come fall, winter. So when the summer's done, I'll have already gone into it knowing, okay, bitch, like <laughs> November is when these flights is going to be where we can use the credit to travel to these destinations. So it's kind of giving me a little bit, even though it's a little disappointing to not go on a trip that I was looking forward to in the moment is giving me an opportunity to kind of look forward to something in the beginning. So consider if for any reason you decide that you need to cancel for one, make sure you book a fare that you can cancel because I'm one of those worst case scenario people's not a doomsday preparer, but I'm not there yet. There's no, um, fort or underground bunker stocked with all the things, but when I can with ease make a small decision that may pay off in the future, these are the things you do it for. Cause it's not that anybody got sick. Nobody got hurt. It's just, we changed our mind and I like that flexibility. So I make sure that I book a fair where that is an option. So be sure to book a fair that that is an option for, um, I did also get travel insurance, but to my understanding, because as many times as I've read through the, the bullets and I'm sure I've read the details of the policy at least once, cause I've purchased from, I think it's Alliance, uh, multiple times before, but I will say that the minutia of the plan, I don't really know. I just know that I can cancel, but my window to cancel is much more gracious in terms of a full refund. Uh, I want to say 15 days from purchasing it. And like I said, we purchased it like mid-May. So I'm pretty sure, you know, I know for certain that the 15 days has come and gone, but I may still be able to get a refund since I haven't actually taken the trip. But again, I'm not sure. I have to call the number. So at this point, I have to decide. I want to say I paid maybe like 65, 75. I have to decide whether or not. And you would think all the time I spent saying like, we're not rich that I would make a phone call to get $70 back. But realistically speaking, I might just take the L. I don't know. Um, but that's also something to consider. I also paid for insurance. So now I have to go backtrack. Um, I found the number easily in the email in terms of being able to contact them. So I'll give them a call at some point and see if I can get that money back. And by at some point, I mean, probably tomorrow. Um, but I'll get around to it. So there is, um, making sure that you do the research that actually matters. Don't forget that while accommodations and you know, how you're going to get from the airport to your hotel or your Airbnb and you know, the excursions and activities you're going to do, that's important research to do. Right. But consider, especially that we're in the middle of a pandemic that you look into whether or not your, your testing, um, needs to be done for COVID and don't forget that COVID testing isn't the only testing or aren't the only things that you have to navigate in terms of foreign destinations. Don't forget those visas. Don't forget those, um, immunizations. Some countries still do require certain immunizations and for you to have a visa while visiting the destination. So make sure you're still doing that research and making sure to find out those pieces of information before you go someplace as well. Next thing that I touched on was making sure that you could 
book a fare that you can adjust or change. The last thing you want to do is spend upwards of a thousand dollars and not be able to get that back, whether it be in a cash refund or even as a credit. Um, next thing I mentioned was consider realigning or shifting your perspective on the canceled trip. So at this point, it's not necessarily a canceled trip, but a trip delayed. So we might decide to go to Mexico at some time, maybe do, you know, a long weekend at some point and where we may not have been as inclined to spend the long weekend money. Um, cause look, Juneteenth is coming up. I'm off on Monday. We might decide, fuck it. Let's just go someplace nice that weekend. Let's do, um, you know, LA for a couple of days, or, you know, maybe we do, um, I don't know, Tampa. At this point, we've got the $800 in the credit. So we could even decide I wouldn't necessarily spend $600 for this, but we got it in credit. It's a really good time. And something else is actually happening at that point. I know I really want to hit up a supernatural convention someplace. So maybe, mm, that just sparked joy. Um, maybe we'll book it for that. This way we do a Thursday, Friday, someplace come home, you know, Sunday morning or whatever, something to look forward to. So if you have to pivot and if you're really like, Oh fuck, I don't have this cash back in pocket in pocket, uh, fight the air. Consider it's just a pause and that you can add it to something in the future. This can be a quick trip that we decide, Hey, I don't mind spending a little bit more than I necessarily would have because it's already in credits or this can go towards a larger purchase. This way, the larger purchase doesn't have to hit as hard. It doesn't have to be as large a purchase because you're not spending as much of it all at once. So it's kind of like a savings account in terms of travel credits. Um, they actually do call it a travel bank. Um, so I mentioned the fair. Um, I looked into the making insurance back. Oh, and so to finish and loop it together to close out, you know, we're going to take a road trip because I ain't giving them days back at work. I will not be there next week. So we decided that we're going to take a road trip and we are going to, um, visit one of my cousins. I'm going to see, um, see the kids, see my, um, I won't say favorite cousin, but top. Two. <laughs> I've got like I love all my cousins, but I got like a top three, maybe top four. There I have four favorite cousins. Um I won't say who they are. I love you all. But I'm definitely gonna see one of my faves and her kids and her husband. And um I'm looking forward to that trip. Haven't seen them in a little since January, um, since grandpa's funeral. So it'd be nice to see them on actual like exciting terms, happy terms. I'm going to hit it up with them. And then we're going to do like a really cute little beach town, some place on the East coast. Um, really cute, sweet, easy. We stay in the confines of our own germs in our own car. Um, still haven't gotten the radio fixed, so that's going to suck. But oddly enough, like we talk a lot when we drive and the car, like the cabins, but so big in the car put the phone on the, um, what do you call it? On the uh, thing. Like I have, um, one of those phone mounts in the car that goes to the vent because I am not for putting things on my dash, but put it up there. Or we just put, we share the iPad, uh, the iPod. What do you call it? The, um, AirPod. I'll put one in, he puts one in and we're good to go. So we're going to pivot. We are definitely taking a road trip. So 
I will definitely have, um, you know, a Virginia story to give you because I'm pretty sure we're going to do Virginia. We might do, um, Baltimore. We might do DC. We'll know where we're going to, um, stop yet because we'll figure it out. We got time, but, um, yeah. So canceled trip doesn't have to be a canceled vacation. We going someplace else. And I'm still looking forward to that trip just as much as I was looking forward to Mexico. My cousin's got a pool. So I'm really excited to see the pool and the kids. But um, yeah, it's a pivot. It's a pivot. This isn't the first, this isn't the last. And honestly, the way I look at it, it's just like, this is something that's important to my partner. This is something that's important to someone that is important to me. Things that are important to him are inherently important to me in a lot of cases. And it does not give me any smoke. It does not pain or burden me to, and this is me speaking for me. It doesn't bother me to consider my partner's feelings. Um, And this was something that weighed very heavily on him to decide because he absolutely didn't want to disappoint me, but he also didn't want to disappoint his family. And I don't want to disappoint his family because I care about his family also. And I care about him. So it's, it was something that, I didn't decide to, um, make rocket science of, I didn't beat myself up. I didn't beat him up over the decision. It was like, you know what? It's a good fucking point. I like your cousins. Let's not risk it. So it's another one of those while travel is more than vacation. And I tell you guys all the time to be intentional with your travels and to check in with yourself and decide what it is you need in that moment, what your spirit needs, what your heart needs. This is what my partner needed. And in like, and I guess inversely, it's what I needed. I enjoy being able to take care of him in ways that are easy. I'm not the manual labor girl. Um, so in this way I can be of service to him. I can support him in not making this something that is, you know, rocket science. I don't have to hem and haw and nag and go back and forth. And maybe we can do this and it doesn't, I had no desire to kind of plant a seed of, well, what if, or we'll probably be good or splitting hairs, middle ground. It meant more to me to align in that caring for other people. And in that moment, it was very intentional for me. And it was a check-in with self. And it was just, hmm, I'm not stressed about it. So a lot of times, not a lot of times, I mentioned that to kind of give you the impression or to place on you that even if you have to make a decision that on the surface, right, without you thinking about it, you assume that you would likely be very upset about it, consider it. Tap in the same way you tap in while you're traveling, tap in pre-trip and ask yourself, what means more? What is of value to me in this? Is going on this trip more valuable than being able to thoroughly enjoy the trip because you can go someplace, but how many times have you gone someplace, but then didn't enjoy it? And I don't mean in terms of like travel and stuff, right. But like going to maybe a movie theater, uh, not a movie theater in particular, but go to see a movie that you were hype about. And it was just because you were hype about the actors or the actress or something about the movie. And then you get there and something about it just wasn't what you wanted. 
or you go to a restaurant, you have a preconceived idea of what the food's going to taste like because you've seen the pictures and all the people are raving about it. And it's not your cup of tea. Just because you envision something being one thing doesn't mean that's what it's going to be. So consider what the intention, what is the vibe? What's the feel that you're going for? I wanted to go have a great time with my man. I can do that anywhere. So why make a big deal out of something just because it is something that I may have assumed prior to the event placing itself on my lap the way it has been placed? Prior to that, I would have assumed that no way I'm going to cancel a trip. I didn't spend all this money. I didn't book this. It ended up being a lot easier than I expected. So if the idea is presented to you that maybe this isn't a good time to go or that maybe this isn't really like the best idea or the best trip or destination in particular, open your mind. Open your mind to the consideration that something else can be even better. So I look forward to updating you guys about our most recent pivot and letting you guys know how the road trip goes. If you are going to be taking any road trips this summer, don't forget to tap into, I want to say episode one, like 87 or 188. Um, I did a really great breakdown of how I, it was episode 188, road trip readiness. I broke down all the steps that I take to prep for a road trip. So that's a little uh, guide that you can use should you need a little bit of assistance. And um, I look forward to letting you guys know how Grace does, and Grace is my car, how Grace does on the next road trip and letting you guys know how that trip actually goes. All right, y'all. I am going to sign off on this one. And I hope that that left you guys with a little bit of, you know, I hope that gave someone a little bit of ease in terms of something uh, like a trip cancellation that they may be needing to navigate. Um, I hope that falls on your spirits well. So I'll see y'all next week and possibly from Virginia. Someplace. They ain't going to be home. All right, y'all. Oh, my little plant that could. Mm. <laughs> All right, y'all. Have a good one. Bye.